Let's talk about FedRAMP a little bit. Um, there's so much I could say, to be perfectly honest. So uh, as with anything, we got to find a place uh, to start. So uh, 2011, I think that's um, that's when this, this whole saga started. It's uh, fairly easy to understand how this, this the, the, the need for this uh, or desire or, you know, uh, whatever the, the word you want to use for this came into being. And that is that uh, security, is, cybersecurity is becoming um, very, very important, <laughs> increasingly more and more important as the years go, go, um, go on. And uh, at that time, they had, you know, in 2011, they recognized that, yeah, this is, this, this is a big deal. It's going to be a big deal, especially with the um, growing popularity of cloud service offerings, right? So with cloud service offerings, um, you know, let's do, a, let's do a cloud computing one-on-one lesson is, you know, they generally group them into three um, types of service models. And that is the infrastructure as a service, that's platform as a service, and software as a service. You know, so all these can be authorized through FedRAMP, okay? So I guess, you know, you, you want to know what FedRAMP is, right? You, you know what has something to do with security? So it's an acronym, Federal Risk and Authorization Management Program. So that gives federal agencies the green light to use certain cloud service offerings. You know, they have been proven to be secure and there are three different levels, what they call impact levels. And by impact, that means if there is some data breach of that data, what is the potential impact? So there's low, medium and high, obviously high impact data that deals with the most um, sensitive of, of the data that is categorized within um, these three these three levels. So that's generally things like uh, financial uh, institutes, financial systems. They are health systems, um, things you know, things um, emergency services. I mean, things of that nature. That if the data is hacked, I mean, you know, somebody could die. Um, it could be some really severe um, consequences. Um, you know what, what, what they call adverse effects. It, it, it could be it, it could be pretty severe if there was a data breach of this uh, particular data. So they categorize it in such, and as you may guess, the higher the impact level, the uh, harder the authorization process. <laughs> so if you you know for example, if you're authorized at the high level, then yeah, you're going to be authorized at the at the medium level. That's you know you, you already know that, right? So uh, I think a better way to understand this is, it, you know, do an example. Uh, I like examples. Um, probably the leader in terms of cloud service providers that are getting service offerings authorized is Amazon Web Services. And I know there's a cloud war going on, and people who use this cloud don't like people don't like this cloud, or so on and so forth. But we're just talking about FedRAMP. And, you know, the numbers are the numbers. I mean, Amazon has done an incredible job of authorizing the services that they have. Now with that, you know, um, given we now have an example, um, Amazon essentially has, uh, and this within the United States is all we're talking about here, because this is the United States federal government. They have two 
uh, I'll just say clouds. And one is called the AWS uh, GovCloud, other is um, just the uh, East-West. So this helps you um, categorize uh, Amazon services because see the GovCloud, that's, that's a high impact level, a FedRAMP high impact level. Um, whatever is authorized on the moderate um, impact level, that's gonna be associated with the with the um, east-west cloud. So that gives you an idea. So you know, we, we know Amazon Web Services, they have dozens of um, probably hundreds at this point. I mean, probably know probably about it. They have hundreds of um, cloud service offerings. They have dozens of them that they've been able to get uh, authorized. You know, they can get a couple, they can get a dozen or two authorized in, in a year. It was probably uh, an announcement February of last year, uh, where they got 15 authorized, uh, including things like uh, AWS Kendra, which is like their intelligence search engine um, that's, you know, that uses, utilizes machine learning. In October, they um, made an announcement about Amazon Connect. So um, they are steadily getting uh, services um, authorized. And by doing that, doing that, FedRAMP authorized, and by doing that, they are giving uh, federal agencies the green light to be able to use these services. So uh, how do you get a cloud service offering FedRAMP authorized? You actually got two paths, right? So you can get an individual agency uh, or you can get something called the, uh, the JAB, the Joint Authorization uh, Board. So there's two different paths. But essentially the path is, um, the path, there's three critical steps, you know, and I could see, I don't want to go too far off the rails, but I do want y'all to get the general I, 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 idea of this. There's three critical steps. You have your preparation and these, this preparation step looks different for depending on the path that you choose uh, of the two. You have a authorization step. And then after authorization, you have continuous monitoring. So whatever, whatever, whatever the security, whatever the authorization authorization is, you have to make sure that that remains true. You know, because we know that you know cybersecurity evolves, which is you know part of the reason why there's so much emphasis on it. I mean, the threats, the threats evolve, and your um, services uh, or the security protection of those services has to evolve as well. So there's three critical steps to FedRAMP in order to make, keep your um, cloud service offering in their FedRAMP marketplace, right? So uh, you can go to FedRAMP.gov to get the basic information. That's a good place to start. Uh, like I said, Amazon's a really good example. Um, Google Cloud's a good example of um, uh, a company that's you know, getting their, their services um, authorized, Box, you know, obviously, if you're, you know, you, you, if you're putting documents um, in the cloud, you, you know, you, you may want to know if that's, if, if, if that's FedRAMP um, 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 authorized, which, you know, kind of brings me to my next point is FedRAMP authorization, that's one of many um, um, security certifications you can get. Like if you go to uh, the Amazon website, they have something called a services in scope uh, page. 
So FedRAMP is just one um, type of compliance that they care about, right? So obviously this talks about FedRAMP, so we're focused on that. But if you went to the AWS services and compliance page, you'd see at, at least a dozen, you know, different categories of, uh, of compliance um, requirements. So, you know, this is something, again, cybersecurity is a big deal. This is something that, you know, people really care about. Uh, and the, the threats are evolving. So you, these, you know, these cloud service providers want to maintain their uh, standing as far as um, their services having the, the green checkbox that they are, to, are secure up to a certain, uh, a certain impact level. So, you know, I think I've, um, I think I've mentioned um, enough to get you started. And that's what, you know, it's really what this is about and getting you started and you know, we got to circle back and dive into some of these, um, the some of this a little bit deeper, particularly if we go into specific uh, services. You know, we talked about AWS a little bit. Maybe we want to talk about some one of the other uh, cloud service providers. Then we can do that, or talk about a different, you know, sec um, security um, certification altogether. So, but yeah, I think we got we not to get started. Like I said, go to FedRamp.gov. It's a nice place to start to, uh, um, the conversation. There's the AWS site, um, the GSA site, or we'll probably have some information because GSA is a big part of of, uh, of uh, a FedRAMP. Uh, Department of Homeland Security is a big part of FedRAMP. Um, I probably should mention these. Uh, DOD, um, OMB, a uh, big part of FedRAMP. Uh, I'm probably missing one or two. Oh, NIST, since so they create the standards. So uh, it's probably about, about five or six agencies and you know the emphasis is on the CIOs of these uh, agencies, the chief information officers um, that work together. Yes, that does happen sometimes in the U.S. government. They do work together to come up with these um, standards and you know in these uh, these um, ways of categorizing uh, these technologies and um, you know looking at security controls, etc. But yeah, I mean you know you know they just just dig into it, dig into FISMA. Um, that Modernization Act, I mean, you know, digging into all that. And uh, like I said, if we need to circle back on some of this stuff to dive in a little bit deeper, uh, we definitely will. But right now, just get more information on FedRAMP. Visit the FedRAMP Marketplace. I think that'll be that'll be good uh, a good start for you. But anyhow, you know, as always, you know, thank you for stopping by. Click the like button or uh, and or click this, uh, the subscribe button to help me out, keep the content flowing. Uh, we'll talk a little bit later. Peace.